I'm going to read the prophetic words that I received from the Lord today first, and then I will handle the old prophecy. So here are the words of the Lord. Insecurity will be the primary feeling in 2024. Insecurity, instability, fear, doubt, and rage. The Lord says that people won't even feel anger anymore, which is a much more moderate type of emotion. He says that they will immediately feel rage, along with a growing sense of helplessness as events unfold at even faster pace than they did in 2023. People will be on edge more than ever before because the controls on this side of the control panel will be removed more than ever before. There will be less control over your money, your privacy, and your property, and travel restrictions will come back. The laws will be changed more than ever before. Another thing the Lord said is, 2025 is the descent into madness. 2025 is the year when everything will fall to pieces. The year when the wheels will fall off. So this piece of prophecy that the Lord has given here is almost as a support to the message that I'm about to go through, the message that I'm about to read. And God says that the primary feeling that Americans are going to be feeling going into 2024 and as the year progresses is insecurity. Insecurity is when you, you don't exactly have a clear plan how to move. We usually feel that feeling when we don't have all the facts. We feel that feeling when we don't have enough information about any part of any situation. So this is your money. This is how the schools will be operating. This is what the government will be doing. This is how your property rights will be affected. Nothing will be so clear cut that you can plan your day, plan your week, plan your month and say, this is my plan. This is what I'm doing for March. This is what I'm doing for September. Insecurity is telling the United States that the ground under her feet, especially the feet of her people, will be moving in such a way that people will need to stay loose and fluid and most people are not good at staying loose and fluid. Most people like to have a plan. Most people like to have a budget. Most people like to know what it's going to cost, how much time is required of me, how do I get there, how do I get back. Most people like to plan ahead of time. So when the Heavenly Father is telling us that insecurity is going to be the dominating feeling in 2024, then you already know that 2024 is going to be a more difficult year, a more challenging year, a year where you can't predict what is going to happen, even more so than this one. Longtime viewers of this blog will remember the prophecy that I gave in October. I think it was October the 22nd, uh, 2022. And the title of that prophecy that caused so much controversy is two more good years. People were saying, Celestia, what do you mean two more good years? What does God mean by that? And I actually had to come back and make a new video and explain something that I already explained in that prophecy. When God said good years, he wasn't telling you that you were going to have a 2023 that you would enjoy. The father was speaking with sarcasm. What he was saying is, is that America from that point, October, 2022, was going to have two more good years in her future. And good years as the Lord defines it is, you can still afford the gas. The gas would be shockingly expensive as we experienced this year before they artificially reduced the price, but you would still have a little bit to buy the gas. 
you would still be able to get food into the house, even though you would be sitting and watching the skyrocketing prices of not only food, but all other goods and services in the country. What God was saying to us was this, you complain about the economy now, but in this economy, you can still get and handle two jobs. But he said that in the years that would come after the two years expired, he said that people would miss the two jobs. The two jobs that we complain about now, I have to wake up so early. My final shift is so late. I'm so tired. I barely have enough money to live on after bills. Rent is skyrocketing. The cost of childcare is crushing me. My HMO isn't covering all my needs. My copay suddenly ballooned and got larger. My insurance dropped me. My employer suddenly said that they would stop matching my deductible. I got laid off two weeks before Christmas. None of those are good things. It's been a tough year for people, but God is saying that the future that America is going to face after 2024 is going to make people look back on 2023 and 2024 and wish that they could stay in 2023 and 2024. So compared to what's coming this year and next year are going to look good. So insecurity will be the primary feeling that governs 2024. And he also says instability, fear, and doubt. Basically, you won't know what's coming until you wake up and open your phone and see the breaking news. Whether it's the breaking news about something that the Lord told me two weeks ago, which is that we were on a live call, but that call was not being recorded. We were just on a live call, um, just me and one friend praying, and I suddenly began to say, your exposure is coming, your exposure is coming. And this was not to any other people except CEOs. God was talking about people in the business world. God was talking about CEOs in particular, leaders of industry ma um, magnates, um, titans of industry, CEOs, the big guys with the nine-figure salary and that kind of thing. God was saying that those men are going to be exposed in horrible ways. And I was saying very, ex um, very emphatically, you are out of there, sir. You are out of there off you go. The bouncers are coming to carry you off. Security will carry you off. They are going to march into those meetings, sir. I was speaking as if I was right in front of the people. I was not in front of the people. I was just seeing them. And so I was just speaking out what I was seeing. They're going to march into those meetings, sir. And you are out of there. You're going to be on the news. You're going to be exposed. All the money you stole is going to be discussed in a court of law. Smile for your close-up, sir. You're going to be on the front page of every newspaper in the country. And what I was seeing is one of those high-rises, you know, the kind that we see from the movies that go up 20 floors or something like that. And in a private boardroom, a high-stakes meeting was going on. And there was a very confident man, obviously, at the head of the table, the CEO. But then all of a sudden, two very big and burly men, security burst into that place. Now, you know, the security will never burst into a private meeting where the CEO is there with top level staff and things like that. These guys would never do that. They would ask the secretary and say, no, there's someone downstairs who really needs to see the boss. But these men walked in with authority and clearly they had been cleared by someone higher than the CEO. So it wasn't the feds. It was the security of whatever building this was. And these guys burst into the meeting and they did not even come to the CEO and say, sir, the cops want to see you or something like that. They, they hustled this man under his armpits, whoever this man was. 
They hustled him under his armpits. And as they were grabbing him, he was saying, what is this? What is the meaning of this? And he was calling the security guards by their name because he knew them. You know, he probably used to pay their Christmas bonus every year or something like that. He was so, so offended. And those guys lifted him up by his armpits, one under each armpit to make sure that he couldn't wriggle. And they marched him out. And as he was going, I just kept saying, because I was seeing the vision live, you are out of there, sir. They are going to frog march you. They are going to frog march you out of there. So men in authority, men of great power, men who gatekeep the secrets of America, the kind of man that people love to have in their phone, you get their number and you're looking at that number as if you found platinum and diamonds and gold, because you have now direct access to this man. If you even get his email, you count yourself among the cloud nine people. Those kinds of men are going to be falling like ripe figs from a high place because God says he is done with the dirt that makes America run. This country runs on dirt. It runs on dirty deeds. And its people are so, so defiant in the face of the truth. Its people love to cling to the fantasy of cleanliness, but America is as filthy as filthy gets. And God has gotten tired of waiting for the church of Jesus Christ to lead the charge for righteousness. He has gotten tired of Christians who are too lazy to read the word to even know how God behaves in the face of continued defiance in sin. He has gotten sick of people who use their filthy righteousness because it surely is the filthy righteousness the rags of men that they use to cover the guilty and excuse them, even when they are in the grip of the biggest scandal of their lives. God is sick of a church that is not righteous because God himself is righteous. And when he gave up his life on that cross for us, he expected us to submit to his word and to be made into his image, but we don't want to. So God is going to be the one who takes things in his own hands. He's going to drag the curtains apart. He's going to bring out all the dirt, all the safety deposit boxes. I told you, Nazis in this country, let me just flow with where the Holy Spirit is leading me because he has been asking me why I have not come back to make his videos. Nazis in this country, the jig is up. We know that you are here. Some people know that you are here because they did the research before I was even born. Some people saw the secret documents when they brought you here and they gave you asylum and they gave you brand new names and they took away your names like Richter and Stedman and they gave you names like Jones and Hillier. But you are a Nazi. You are a Nazi. You are a killer. Blood was shed under your hands. And you and your children are here living the high life, golfing and wearing your, sh your sweaters over your shoulder and acting like butter doesn't melt in your mouth. But we know that you are here and your time is up. And God says it is just a moment of time before those safe deposit boxes. I think that's what they're called. Safety deposit boxes. Before those safety deposit boxes will be brought out into the wrong hands. And you letter agencies, you are so shameful. You said that you went to police academy and that you were taking oaths to serve and protect. And you said that you would keep the country safe, but you are just stooges. As I'm speaking now, I'm just seeing something that looks like what you rake the fireplace with to gather the coals and the ashes. That's what you've become in the hands of the political elites. I don't know how you sleep at night. I don't know why your wives respect you. You are shameless men and women. You are bought and paid for. You police of this country, you are pimps. And some of you are pedophiles yourself. 
I don't know how you look at your faces in the mirror. They have weaponized you, the FBI and the CIA, against the people of this nation. You are the biggest mafia in the United States. You are bought and paid for. You answer to the highest bidder, whoever is in power that just pays you money. You hush up evidence with your blue coats. I saw you. I have seen you. The Lord has taken me to that fancy place that you call Langley. In a dream, I think in 2015, the Lord gave me amazing power to jump. I could jump so high. It was exhilarating, but it was terrifying at the same time. And in that dream, I was jumping and coming down to earth, jumping and coming down to earth. I jumped and I saw that thing that they called, it came and it was called Arab Spring or something like that. I jumped high and I saw the Arab country, just countries just going into madness. And I didn't know what that was. And then I jumped again and by mistake, I think, I landed in that Langley Yard. I saw you guys in that fancy blue thing that you wear with the FBI yellow letters. And when I landed, there were three of you in the yard and you turned around in shock. It was at night and I have no idea what you guys were doing there. I landed and you turned around in shocked, shock. And one of you pulled a weapon and said, who are you and how did you get here? And in terror, because I was not used to these things that God was doing with me in the early years. Now I can manage to get through five, six dreams in a night and go right back to sleep because I have to work in the morning. There is a lot ahead of us Christians. The last thing I saw in that dream, I jumped one last time and when I was in the air, I was looking at a lot of events that will come in this world. One of the events I actually saw was the death of this lady, Brooke Shields, on a billboard. She had died and they were remembering her life, but God scrambled all the letters that they were using to remember her. So I couldn't remember what they said about her. I just remembered Brooke Shields has, had died and it was so massive that it was making headline news. But the most beautiful thing I saw is that after all those hurdles, after all those problems, far in the distance, I'm talking so far down the timeline, God sharpened my eyesight and I saw a beautiful golden pavilion. And on that pavilion, bless his holy name, was the most magnificent male lion that I have ever seen. Jesus, the Lion of Judah. To those who will live past all these things that I talk about and people insult me and think I have time to sit here and lie to you like you're paying me to be here. To those who make it through everything, Lion of Judah, and I saw him and he was restless because of how much time it was taking to get everything lined up. Let the wind of the Holy Spirit flow how he wants to flow on this video. He was at the very end on a beautiful gold porch, golden pavilion, and he was pacing back and forth. And when I was in the air, the Lord looked across and looked at me. And I'm telling you, that electrifying feeling, those of you who are playing with your short and tiny little life, lusting after the things of the world, you're chasing money, you're chasing power, you're chasing notoriety, 
You're wasting your humanity and you don't even know what you're here for. You are here to get it right so that you can have the opportunity to connect with the one that you missed in the garden. The one that I missed in the garden. Our generations were sold off by Adam and Eve because they didn't know what they had. And they listened to someone with a big mouth and he deceived them and they lost it all. They lost the power, the authority, the rulership. They lost it all. Life on earth is about trying to get back to Eden. It's not to be following the sun God and to be trying to unlock your inner pineal gland, winged fairy, whatever. It is to make it to that golden pavilion so that immortal one, the excellence of excellence can look you in the eyes and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. What a day. I saw him at the end of it all waiting for us. That dream has never left me. Hmm. And so the prophecy for today, if you have heard the word of the Lord, that instability, fear, doubt, and rage is coming. You must be very careful, people. You must be very careful. Ah, yes. Let me pause. About the Nazis, you will be exposed. The Nazis that live in Switzerland, God says that he will humble you. He will expose you. Somehow they're going to get access to your safety deposit boxes. That's where you have all the little swastika pins. Because you see, you guys think that you are intelligent. This is what this is what a lot of rich people and wicked people are like. Rich people and wicked people are very much alike. Of course, you can't paint everyone with the same brush, but then sometimes groups have traits and the traits are not racism and the traits are not profiling. They're just traits and they're true. Rich people and wicked people have very many things in common. And one of those things is thinking that they're smarter than everything else. But you forget that you are human and you forget that you are sentimental like everyone else. You didn't want to get rid of your little Hitler pins. And you also kept, like we all do, you kept important papers. You kept birth certificates when you were running away from Germany. You kept your birth certificates. You kept your marriage documents because even murderers have wives. You kept things and you were loath to part with them, even though you were barter traded a brand new American identity, you didn't want to let those things go. So you came over here with your names like Stadler and Eichmann, and you exchanged those names for names like Smith and Brown. But because you were smart and because you were working on deadly things over there in Germany long before I was born, America afforded you very high positions. You work in that lying center, NASA now. You're very high up in the military industrial complex. You are the heads of businesses. You are the heads of places like Black Rock. You are so deeply embedded into this nation and your wickedness is causing America to bleed out because every time you put pythons and panthers at the top of the food pyramid, they pump in venom and claws, and then the nation begins to bleed. America, God says that you embraced darkness, and now she's squeezing you to death as you deserve because you were greedy. You wanted to know how Hitler did it. Those people are here, and their secrets are in safety deposit boxes that they're keeping overseas. But God says that your secrets will come out. Now, I don't know if these young hacker children are going to hack your secrets. 
I don't know how your safety deposit boxes are going to get out, but your true identities will be exposed. And even the ones that have died, I already said in the prophecy that is called the land of mystery Babylon part one, that when you are exposed, your rich sons and daughters who are high profile now, perfectly blended into the society, when they see great, great grandfathers and great grandfathers face on the news, because that's how it is in America. No one believes the spirit of the Lord. Oh, no, no, no. She got it from Wikipedia. But then when CNN confirms something, then all of a sudden, oh, I saw her and she said it two years ago. So when your family members are on the news and everyone now knows at the golf club that you are the grandchild of a Nazi, the Lord said that a lot of the family members, especially the males, will not be able to take the exposure and they will commit suicide. And that is just for free. Instability in the future. This is still the December 23 prophecy. We will get to the other one. God says that people will be fearful and doubtful and that they will not even be feeling anger anymore because anger is a moderate expression. America, what we're going to start facing will be so much for the average person that you are going to find people on a hair trigger. And God says that people are going to be moving in total rage. And I've given warnings here many times that you should, you should learn to hold your tongue because somebody will shoot somebody over French fry. You've already seen people, the pictures are out there, the videos are out there, people just blowing up for nothing and pulling guns, stabbing people. That famous guy who came up to someone's window and just began to smash it. Rage. People on edge because of what they're going through. You don't know what someone is going through, so if you can avoid confrontation, I suggest that you avoid it before you end up being shot on a YouTube video that gets 6 million views in one afternoon because you know how the nation loves blood. People will feel rage and a growing sense of helplessness as events unfold at an even faster pace than in 2023. What did God say? I have notes here. I might as well add them in. So people being under pressure and events are making people feel helpless. One of the things that people are going to feel helpless about is the fact that they will be taking back a lot of homes. I know the housing market looks like you can do this and you can do that in it now, and I don't know much about how it works, but I can tell you that a lot of people are going to lose their homes. There's going to be a lot of home possessions. You've been paying on that thing and the bank is just going to swoop in and take your hard work. Um, other things that the Lord said, I'm just reading from this one single sentence here. Even that is a prophecy, and that's why I don't write these things on the blog. This little piece is from October the 13th. What time did he mention it? 5.39 p.m. Other things that will be coming and increasing in the year ahead is the scourge of divorce. So God says that many homes are going to split. You have been trying to make a go of it, but suddenly it will seem as if your heart cannot just take anymore. And God says that a lot of people are going to be walking away from their marriages. I think the first time I prophesied this was 2018 or 2019, where I even saw people will come to very amicable um, 
separations. I saw a couple, this was a black couple. They were very much in love with each other, but for some reason their marriage just was not working. They didn't hate any each other, but I don't know why the marriage was not working. And so they they went out somewhere and they they had almost like a date night. They set up a date night and they were talking and they came to a mutual agreement. And then I saw them get up in the vision and they walked away that way. But then I saw a man who was in his marriage and he was really struggling. He was struggling. He was struggling. His heart, I saw his heart. It was like a t-shirt being torn into. His heart was being torn into and he couldn't. And he took a retreat. This man was a Christian. He took a retreat and he went away somewhere for a few days and it was just him and God and he was struggling and wrestling and wrestling. And then I saw him come back to his house and he took off his ring and he put it on the table and he walked away out of the house. Another thing that I've prophesied here from... One of the live prophecy prayer calls is how many men are going to be running away from 20, 25, 30 year marriages. These men, I don't know what's going to enter these men. I do know one thing that will enter them is the spirit of gay. Be careful out there, promiscuous men. You are first on the list of the demonic princes to go gay. There's about 10 or 11 prophecies to that effect. That those who are fornicating at top rates, you're moving through the girls five, six, and seven, you're suddenly going to become filled with a new version of the spirit of lust. And you will definitely start to bat for the other team. And then you are going to be the one saying that, you know what, I wasn't ever straight. I think that I was always fighting my inner Veronica, but that's not true. Actually, God says that you're fornicating and your lust is what is going to basically take you over the top because what happens is you will heap up the fornication and heap up the lust with women until one girl will not be enough. You'll be cheating with two and then three, and then you'll convince four of them to get together with you because the lustful appetite is never satisfied. That is the literal definition of lust. It means not having enough, craving more, desiring something so strong that it takes over you. So once you move from one to three to five, the next step is men. And then after that, children and then animals. So that's the road that fornication will be taking in the future. I just thought that people would want to know that. So homes will be breaking up. And one of the things that I saw is that men are going to be abandoning very long-standing marriages. I saw men running. When the vision started, that one, I think perhaps 2020. Hmm. Yes, 2020 or something like that. When the vision started, I just saw a man running. The man was running, running as if he was going down a dark hallway. And I was thinking, what is chasing this man? Nothing was chasing him. That's the speed with which the man was running away from his wife and four children. He was sprinting away from a long established marriage of about 22, 24 years like that. Men will abandon their families. They will stop being providers at all. I'm not just saying that your dad will leave and set up in an apartment and say, I just need to find myself. And he'll keep sending the child support. No, he will literally ditch you, your mother and the children and walk away, not necessarily to start a new life, but he will walk away and act as if he was never married. And the Lord put on my heart, the love of many will grow cold. So be warned, Christians, if you do not pray and fast and treat your marriage like a third separate person, just the way you make dinner and you put a food in your husband's plate, food in your plate, if you don't put food in your marriage's plate, you are going to end up either with a trans man. He's not trans. He's just filled with the demons that are going to be getting into all the weak spirited males. Same with women. 
This spirit is out there and it's looking for bodies. There's a lot of things on American TV that I will never look at because I care for my eyes so much. But I do know that this nation has a series called American Gods. And they made the gods as people, did they not? They made them as people. That movie, that series, whatever it is, I've never watched a single episode of it, but I do know of it because I know it is the personification of the gods. The gods come in different forms. It's these demonic princes I warn you about all the time. The gods are looking for bodies to inhabit. The spirits are looking for homes. Why? Because Jesus, Messiah, King forever, is the power that casts them out into the dry places. As a Christian, you're not supposed to have spirits. You're not supposed to be governed by lust. You're supposed to be a calm and peaceful and joyful land that the Holy Spirit is visiting every morning, noon, and night. But when you have gaps and cracks and compromise, spirits come. They work on the outside, just like bad deodorant at first, and then they get in the weaker you get, and then they begin to literally control you like a car. So October 13, here are the things that God says are going to increase in the future. Divorce is going to increase. And here is what I was talking about from the other pro prophecy, loss of home ownership. There was a prophecy here that's called the Iron Gods. And in the Iron Gods, one of the parts of that prophecy I saw was that a lot of people were losing their homes. I saw people losing beautiful big homes and they went to tiny squished up homes, six, seven bedroom homes. The family had to scale down to two baths and three beds, two beds, one and a half bath. And people who were used to having separate bathrooms are now standing up in line. I saw people who were used to very lavish lifestyles having to scale down to squished conditions. And then I saw people who were already living not lavish lifestyles. They sometimes lost the apartment altogether. And this is why you now see two years. I think that prophecy was from 2021 because that was during the Russia era when I was prophesying a lot about Russia. That's why you see 40-year-olds living with their parents because they can't, they couldn't afford the mortgage anymore and they lost the house and this was all, this is all happening. But I prophesied that homelessness is going to go hand in hand with the American dream. It's going to turn into the American nightmare. You're going to lose your home. And I said that the people who will suffer the most are the young people who just got out of college, you're in your first starter job, you're, ba you're barely making enough to feed you and the roaches in that tiny apartment where you live. You're going to lose that apartment and have to go back to your parents' house. So that is what God said. America is going to come under squeeze and home ownership is going to come under threat. People who have already bought the house are going to lose the house. People who are struggling to keep the house are going to find it harder to hold onto it. That is because income is going to shrink because the money is going to be going, it's going to be turning into something like a soggy paper towel. Then the Lord said something like credit default. I cannot tell you what that is. Even though I know whenever I say that, 60 people will write in the comments what that is. So I guess by the time I publish it, we will know exactly what a credit default is. Maybe it just means not being able to pay your card, your credit card. I'm just going to take a stab at that. Credit default. Not being able to pay the credit card. And most people have five of those things. So 
that is dangerous. And then right after that, another thing he says will increase is bankruptcy. So I'm probably right in my guess. Credit default does lead to bankruptcy. When you can't pay the cards and they all start coming after you from the various banks, most people run and they hide in bankruptcy. And then the last thing that God says is going to increase as we go forward is pennilessness. So you're listening to the increase of divorce, loss of home ownership, credit default, bankruptcy, and pennilessness. Pennilessness is literally when you have nothing and then you're fighting to get into the shelter system. And I'm sure you understand how difficult that has become because of all the guests that have crossed the border now. The shelters aren't taking people like they used to. And so we go back to the prophecy, December 23rd, 2023. This one I will just call extra notes that I've been reading to you. God says that people will be on edge more than ever before. And because the controls on this side of the control panel, he says, will be removed more than ever before. Now, what does that mean? The control panel is, for instance, imagine that you go to an ATM, right? On the other side of the ATM is the bank and the bank has probably just a hole in the wall and they just stack money in there and they shut it. And I think that's all they do on their end. But then on our end, they have the button, please put your card in, please do this and please do that. So all the controls face us. We have the controls as we're getting and handling and banking our money. But God says that people will be stressed out and on edge because America is beginning, it will become a place where there's no controls on our end. No controls on our end, meaning that they're removing more and more and more options from life, not from the ATM, but from life. So you will go to a place you've always done business and you start to do business the way that you always do. And then they'll tell you, oh, Mrs. Hinkleson, I'm sorry. We did away with that on December 31st, 1159 PM. And you'll be shocked. You'll say, when was this? When? Did you publish it? And they say, oh yeah, we published it on December 31st, 11.58 p.m. That's how they move in darkness and stealth. They will remove more and more options. They will remove more and more rights. And as the control panel of life in America that you're looking at, as more and more options disappear, obviously that's going to make you insecure. That's going to make you feel very unstable. That's going to shoot you right past anger into rage when you keep experiencing this situation more and more and more. Less control over your money, less control over your privacy. I think they're doing some changes with the internet now. I'm not sure what that is. Less control over your money. I've been speaking about this for years. And in the earlier part of this year, there is about five or six prophecies before the banks started crashing because I was having dreams about the banks on fire when I was on my break. And I thought, well, that's just too bad for everyone because I'm not coming back to that blog. But the Lord led me back and I posted the dreams. I posted, there's one about meltdown. Meltdown of the banking system is one. And another one is called systemic risk. And a third one is about how I saw that the government will make a law to seize Everybody who has gold and silver and things like that, and people were sprinting out of America. And you know the government, they were on it like white on rice. They had locked the airports, so no one was going everywhere. It was by road fleeing only. The cities were just gridlocked. But people who knew the back roads, the country roads, you know those guys. They were out of here and on their way to Mexico before you know it. In that dream, 
My neighbor knocked on the door and she said what a lot of people are starting to say. Celestial, oh, you sweet child. What you said was true. They're coming after us. My husband and I are leaving. Take care of yourself. Don't stay here too long because you know they'll be coming after you. And she jumped in her car, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and they screeched off. And then God lifted me in the air, and I saw the whole country. People threw anything that they could in the car. Their cat, their little money that was rolled up in a sock, and they were trying to get out. They were trying to get out. I was looking from either the California Bridge or the... It was either the Golden Gate Bridge or the Brooklyn Bridge here in New York City. I was high up and I was seeing America and there was a bullhorn system. There was some kind of emergency broadcast system that was broadcasting the names of people and what they had in their car. And it started with my neighbor because she was the first person that I saw fleeing in the dream. They were calling her Veronica so-and-so fleeing in the car with gold bars and bullion worth this, this, that. And as that electronic voice was broadcasting what that woman and her husband had, I was shocked because I had been living next to people who were millionaires and they acted ordinary every single day, but that was what they had stashed in their house. And so less control over money, privacy, property rights, travel restrictions will come back. God is saying, remember the middle of this year, I said that. COVID is coming back. Lockdowns are coming back. The prophecy is called, you will go back. And God says that America, you will go back to the days of standing behind that plastic sheeting or standing in the hazmat, saying goodbye to a loved ones, saying goodbye to loved ones. You will go back to no freedom of movement. God says that last time they used to let us go to the park this time, there will be nothing like that. It will be the worst and most stringent lockdowns the United States has ever experienced. And that is why he says in this message that he gave me here, I think I will publish this by itself. It's already getting a little lengthy, that travel restrictions are coming back and the laws of America are going to be changed more than ever before. And then the last piece is that 2025 is the descent into madness. America, I've been telling you for years, that the various forms of government and the leaders that you see in front of you are only, they're just playing and behaving well for now. It's like people who actually know what they want to do, but because you're watching, they have to do what you think they should do. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't have the room to be a conspiracy theorist because I'm listening to the Heavenly Father all the time. And Jesus Christ is the ultimate source and there is no need for an immortal. God has no birthday and no death date. He doesn't have a tombstone. Even when he came as flesh, he, he borrowed somebody else's grave for three days and then he gave it back and went home. There's no need for conspiracy when you talk to someone like this on the regular all the time. When God tells you that there is something called a deep state, I was stunned because I was thinking, are these people serious? These people who say this thing about deep state, Lord, you mean that it's true? And he said, yes, that there is a government behind the United States government. So it's not conspiracy to tell you that the people that lead us lie. They pander 
They pretend that they care. The Lord says that when they have these special interest focus groups, when they say we need people from the black community, come and tell us what you need. They don't care. The minute you fill in those surveys and hand it in, they probably shred it and then use it to line the cat basket at the office. They don't care. They're not following any known set of rules. I've told you here for years, they're building for the beast. These guys have a hail Satan office mixer coming up and we are not invited. They're not running the nation for the benefit of the people unless the decisions would be better, the leaders would be better. They're palpably not. You think that the one you like is, but that's because you're deceived and you've been drinking the Kool-Aid for so long that you are ill with the poison. But some of us are not. God keeps us from drinking that evil water. The descent into madness means that in 2025, all bets are off. No one's pretending to make you feel comfortable. No one's bothering to, to work on the familiar land of the free, home of the... Br There's none of that. You're just going to wake up and see stuff happening in 2025. The descent into madness means that you literally will not be able to make sense of going on. What's going on? That is descending into madness. It means that the country is on its way to becoming a hellscape. 2025 is the year when everything will fall to pieces. The year when the wheels fall off. I will put that as the prophecy title. 2025, the year when the wheels fall off. I'm Celestial, and this is the Master's Voice. God bless you, and thank you for being with me. Thank you to those of you who support the channel. Thank you to those of you who share the videos. If you're going to share my videos, kindly make sure that you state where the piece that you are taking it is from. If you're uploading it on your channel, please put the blog information there because the blog is the center of all this. That's where all those prophecies have been written for you to use over the last four years, since May 2019 until now. Put the blog there so that people can go and read for themselves. There has to be some form of responsibility. It doesn't matter what country you are in. You're not coming here to be entertained. This is not a sitcom. This is my life on the altar. And my life is on the altar so that by some means, God can by all means save some. That is if a person is listening and if a person is able to get over their cognitive bias the lies that you've been told in church that made you think that you're going to get raptured out of any of this. I don't know where you think you're going before Obama gets here, but may God help you in that. If you're going to use the videos, clip the videos, put my hashtag there, put my at there if you're on TikTok or Instagram. If you're on TikTok or Instagram and you think you're getting the full story, you are not, and I'm not going to exhaust myself there. I'm going to post clips there, and I'm going to always recommend that you come here for the full video. If you do, God bless you. If you don't, God bless you also. That's on you. Until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.